You're a celebrity, but I'm, no one, no a, one's ever seen you. I'm a second banana. Yeah, but you don't have to split, do you? Ah. Uh... This bites discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. I'm Tariq, aka the Architect. And I am Ann, aka Tariq's sidekick. <laughs> From Milwaukee Magazine. Culinary expert. You're you're, you're a celebrity. But I'm, no one I'm no a, one's ever seen you. I'm a I'm a second banana. Yeah. But you don't have to split, do you? Ah, uh, see, I always <laughs> I set up the best one-liners for you. <laughs> On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about Irish Fest kicks off. Apparently, it's the country's largest Irish festival, or is it the world's largest Irish festival? I forgot oh, which one. Oh, gosh. You know, how are we going to prove this? I don't know. Can we? We said it, therefore it's true, right? I guess. Then we're yeah. going to talk about uh, Uptown Fa-unk. Fa-unk. Uh, we're talking about pho, basically. And then we're also going to talk about Pete's Pops, new location, open up in Washington Park. Mason Street Grill has this cool series on international barbecue and more. But we kick it off, as you know, Irish Fest kicks off this weekend. And you got all the uh, delicious offerings that will be available at Irish Fest. Can you talk a little bit about that, Ann? Sure. They're they're magically delicious, Shreek. <laughs> Right? Okay. Magically delicious. Magically delicious. Uh, yeah. So if you go to Irish Fest, you know, there's a lot of uh, cool things going on at Irish mm-hmm. Fest. And it's not just the fiddle playing and the uh, the the kilts. Although kilts? that's really Scottish, right? But I'm, I'm going to sure wear a kilt be, next week for there'll you. There'll be people in kilts. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah. Because you know what they say about guys wearing kilts? I have no idea. That Apparently, some people say guys, when they wear kilts, they don't wear anything under them. You're not supposed to. Okay. I've never really <laughs> tested the theory, but... I'm sure um, you have. Yeah. So, no. I mean, no. Absolutely not. Never. Never. Okay. So, uh, Irish Fest. Yes. 45 food locations throughout the Miller uh, or Henry Meyer Festival. Summerfest Ground. Grounds. Yeah. The Summerfest Grounds. There's Miller offerings there. Yeah. Uh, yeah Miller beer, probably. There is going to be even the Tipperary Tea Room. You can go to the Tipperary Tea Room and get some traditional mm-hmm. Irish tea and, and crumpets and all that stuff. You can go to Patty's Cafe on Sunday morning and get morning buns. But if you want it, like if you're just thinking savory stuff and you're there like at lunch or dinner, they're going to have sausage rolls, shepherd's pie, bangers and mash, corned beef and cabbage, Stuffed potatoes. But you know about corned beef and cabbage. Have you ever seen a video? There's a YouTube video asking Irish people about corned beef. Yeah, they don't eat that. No. Right. It was actually an Irish American yep. thing tradition that happened in Boston. Um, for dessert, you can get Bailey's uh, Irish cheesecake, shamrock cookies, Irish cream puffs. I didn't even know such things existed. And if you are either a vegetarian or follow a gluten free diet, they have a whole range of things that they. Designate, yeah, that they designate as either, either vegetarian or gluten free. So, um, lucky them. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're going to be able to, you know, especially those baked. But I actually love a good baked potato with lots of toppings on. Yeah, them. me too. I think that's absolutely delicious. Mm. But you can get them um, topped with like sour cream and vegetables, cheeses. There's um, there's going to be uh, fish and chips, roasted fish dinners. That's if you're a pescatarian. Mm. And haggis is Scottish, right? That's Not Scottish, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, potato pancakes. Um, there, shrimp and chips. 
um, corn roast. Okay, now I'm getting into more fair food. Mm. So this stuff, you know, some of the vegetarian things can be found. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back on this Bites Milwaukee's culinary podcast. We're going to kick it off with Zufari is back. And it looks like a really interesting uh, options this year at Zufari, which uh, can you describe what's for people who are not familiar with Zufari? What exactly is Zufari? Then uh, talk about what's available. It's a giant food and music uh, family festival that Mm -hmm. takes place on the grounds of the Milwaukee County Zoo. Um, So it combines, you know, walking around looking and learning about the animals um, with, you know, stopping at, you know, a a food vendor and trying, I don't know, some interesting type of food that Mm -hmm. um, might be a little bit ethnic, might be more American style. I mean, I remember when this was a much smaller festival, there are tons of, of food vendors that are part of it this year. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I can see why, I mean, I can see why it's popular. I mean, going to the zoo, you know, it's fun. Take your kids there. I've not been to the zoo here. You've never been to the zoo here. You know what yeah. I did? The most recent thing that I, the most recent time I was at the zoo is I did their 5K run through the zoo grounds. Oh, I didn't know you do 5K runs. I haven't for a while, but oh. I did it this one year and it was in the winter or something. But I'm going to tell you, Tariq, that there were certain parts of the grounds that weren't quite as aromatic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, sure, that wasn't you? Sweaty. It could have been me. It could have <laughs> been me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Things happen when you run. You just, you don't know and you kind of let it all go. Mm. But um, it, it's, you know, it's interesting to pair food and the zoo, right? I mean, a lot of the foods we eat has something to do with animals, whether it's yeah, fertilizer well, true. for vegetables or whether it's actually animals themselves. So, you know, they kind of go hand in hand if you think about it. All right. Yeah. Well. But so what's... Should uh, I tell you about some yeah. of the food offerings they're going to have there? Okay. So they seem to have all these different like villages, the Lakeview Village, the Caribou Village, the Giraffe Village. So in the Giraffe Village, by the way... Are you going to stick your neck out for that one? <laughs> I just might. <laughs> Uh, La Masa is going to be there doing their uh, oven baked empanadas with a with a Latin American inspired mm-hmm. dough. We know them from Brady Street. Yep. Uh, Simas uh, cheesecakes. Um, Water Street Brewery is going to be there. Aliotos. Um, in the Caribou Village, Huey Vietnamese restaurant is going to be offering mm. Vietnamese cuisine. Milwaukee Brat House, Three Three Lions Pub. Um, Bear Garden, which is going to be, uh, it's they're going to be doing craft beers served up cold with grizzly bears in the background. Well, I, Jordan was telling me uh, he goes up north, like the, what they call it, Northwoods, right in Wisconsin, yeah. and there was a place, you know, a supper club or someplace back in the day where they put food out for the bears in front of this restaurant in the window, and you could eat with the bears. And so you go have dinner, and there's food out there for the bears. So while you're eating your dinner, the bears are also eating. This used to be back in the day, and I think he told me the DNR put a stop to that because you can't really. You, shouldn't you know be that's bad. really bad to yeah, do that. But this is back way. Yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah. not like last <clears throat> year. This is probably like the 80s or 70s or something. But yeah, just I, when you brought that up, I just 
Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that as being mm. something. That's what they do a in the Northwoods. Thing that was done. You know, the Rhinelanders. The Rhinelanders. That's what it's called. Well, that's yeah, way up yeah. there. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a tiki bar and grill, Tariq. Mm. Um, couple different places offering uh, grilled cheese, including the Gouda Girls. Uh, the soup market's going to be there. Uh, Rich's House of Cakes. I know they do a lot of really intricate cakes. There's going to be wood fired pizza. And this, uh, this, barbecue. Is a, this is a benefit for the zoo, I'm guessing. Um, right? it, it definitely has a benefit, uh, a benefit component to okay. it. It started Thursday. It runs through Sunday okay. and it's all day. It's from 9 a.m. until 10 on Saturday and then until nine on Sunday. Um, which actually, I think those are, I mean, I don't think you can go to the zoo normally that late. No. Can you? I'm surprised they don't do like, you know, like night at the museum or something like, do they do like sleepovers? You know how they do I, the- you know, like kind of like at the public museum, yeah. like they do that. I kind of think they might. Get to hang with the animals like at camping night. Yeah, kind camping, yeah, camping at the zoo. Well, I mean, obviously, a really specific sort of place, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, Mason Street Grill. We haven't talked for them in a while, but they're doing something interesting. Um, they usually do some really cool things throughout the week, but they're doing a series of international barbecue and beer. What is that about, Ann? Uh, yeah. Okay. So this is um, they're part of their Eating Global in the Neighborhood series. Um, and it's the Chef's Counter series, as you mentioned. Um, and this one is International Barbecue. They're going to run this for eight weeks during dinner service, 5 to 10 p.m. Reservations are recommended because, um, you know, I think this is a pretty, you know, pretty specific type of menu. And, and obviously they want to know mm. how many people are, they're going to get in there that want to order it. Um, and it's four courses. Um, each one you can you can order a la carte. Uh, it starts with an appetizer of beef barbacoa flautas, uh, followed by an entree of Kahlua pork, a side of ch- I'm sorry, it's not three courses because it's actually it's actually it's not four courses, it's three. Okay, so there's an entree of Kahlua pork with a side of charred shishito peppers. I love shishitos. Mm. You know, like one out of was it one out of seven or one out of eleven is the spicy one. Uh huh. Usually it's like was that one with out of four you for when, me. when I actually tested that theory? I don't remember. And had like this crazy hot shishito yeah, pepper, and yeah. I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, because I have found them yeah. to be very mild otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dessert is a very light kind of a scallop, a, a sca- a scallop cleanser, a scallop <laughs> cleanser, a palate <laughs> cleanser. Take of, some, take some sea scallops and wipe <laughs> your mouth with it. Uh. <laughs> Wow, that sounds delicious. Sushi grade. Um, no, a dessert of watermelon sherbet. Sherbet. Isn't it sherbet? You say sherbet. No, because there's there's only one R, and it's the sher, sherbet. That must be some Midwestern Milwaukee thing. Yeah, right. Accent. And you're using yeah. your Atlanta accent, right? Yeah, use the, the proper English accent. Sure. Know. When is that one? Well, this is, okay, this is running for the next eight weeks. So they change every week, correct? No, no. This particular menu that I mentioned is eight weeks long. Oh. But it's their international barbecue. And then after international barbecue is over, they're going to come up with a new menu. So I, I was assuming maybe it was going to be like a different, oh, like style, a different one every, style of barbecue each week. That is not my understanding. Okay. And that kicks off when again? Um, it kicks off uh, right now, oh, actually. Cool. Um, but you know what? That... it. I'm. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that they'll switch it up during the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I know that this is the menu right now for that for okay. international barbecue. 
I have not been given the signal that they're going to have oh. different. Because I got the impression when you say in, when it like the title I know that. barbecue. I mean, I thought it might be like kind of a eight week series, and each week's a different take on barbecue from around the world. Well, what the heck, Tariq? You could be right. And maybe that's the first week. I don't know. I mean, they okay. They're telling me that it's inspired by the restaurant chefs and cooks, which mm. indicates there I, might be multiple ones. Yeah. Okay, and they just have the they only have one menu ready so far. Correct. Okay. Cool. Did I answer your questions? You always. I realized do. that I that I didn't quite have it to begin <laughs> with. Anne's not on it. She's got to get on it. Okay. That's all right. Uh, next up, give you a little. Uh, Uptown funk with some pho. Hmm. Uh, the guys at Sap Sap, who you're probably familiar with, they used to do the pho on the farms, the Sap Sap uh, Laotian sausage, Mama's egg rolls. Got a little empire going out there. Uh, he's doing his kind of a, a pho event called Uptown Pho Unk. Get it? Uptown Funk, like the I, song. I, I got it. Cool. I really it's, got it's it. clever. But it's happening on August 25th. It's going to be in Racine at the place called The Branch at 1501, uh, which is located on 1501 Washington Avenue in Racine, Wisconsin. Uh, the menu is fantastic. Not only are you going to get in some amazing pho, because I've had Sap Sap Pho, and it's, the broth is delightful. Yeah. I really I, use no, that I word. It. I trust you on that. Um, but it also you can get uh, Mama's Egg Roll, which is, uh, uses heritage pork, pork, potatoes, carrots, and onion. With a roasted peanut sweet, sweet and sour sauce. And then it's gonna have a little taste of Laotian barbecue featuring charred skirt steak and charred baby back ribs with sticky rice, which is kind of this constant kind of side dish featured in Laotian uh, cuisine, and a Thai chili dipping sauce for the, uh, the barbecue meats. And then the pho, which is a 24 hour beef stock, which is amazing. I've seen videos of them cooking this shaved brisket, bone marrow. And a Southeast Asian Asian herb garnish, and to top it all off. Dessert is a chocolate chia pudding. Again, it's August twenty fifth in Racine. We'll post links at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Okay, can I can I just yeah. tell you something? Because I, I was I was doing a little bit of research while you were talking. I was listening to exactly what you were saying, every word, every mm. word. But I thought, well, I'm going to look up Zuala Card and just yeah, it's a benefit for the zoo. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know, I just. Just, you know, I was going to say, if it was, there's there, like the Hunger Task Force was mm. involved, I was going to mention that. Because it was a nonprofit, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, right. So, um, anyway, this is the 34th year, which is hard to believe. But, okay. Wow, so, I wasn't even born. Yeah, me neither. God, it took me many, I mean, like, <laughs> I was way, started way before my time. So, um, anyway, do you remember, you know who Winona Judd is? Like, the Judds? I'm too young for that. Winona Judd is playing there tonight. At the Zufari? Yeah. Hmm. Winona Judd. Now, um, I'm not saying that I'm a, a, a Judd's fan. I am not. Okay, well, I'm not a Judd's fan. I couldn't tell by the t-shirt you're wearing. I, right. Yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> Tomorrow night is Asia. The, featuring John. The band. Yeah, the, the band Asia. But the featuring John Payne, who It sounds is, like they just got some state fair artists is the to route through. Asia. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's like, hey, why don't you stay a little room. longer? Maybe they didn't have room on the roster yeah. at State Fair. But that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So you can have a little Winona Judd with your, I don't know, your <laughs> Puerto Rican rice. Because they also have Puerto Rican food, too. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's very diverse and interesting. And I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't been to Zoo a la carte, you know, since I was a baby, which was the first year. Because 
Yeah, okay, just kidding. <laughs> um, I was brought there as an. I didn't know they. Were, I didn't know they had zoo carp back in the 1800s. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Tariq is so funny. What else have we got? Tariq? Pete's Pop, our friend yes. Pete's. You know, like, have you ever had Pete's Pops? You're like, only time you can get them is either a farmer's market or a special event. You're like, dude, I can go for a Pete's Pop like a day like this. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You can. Starting this Saturday is a grand opening. He has a storefront opening up in the Washington Park neighborhood on Valite Street. And the grand opening will feature music, uh, grilled hot dogs, and uh, DJs. But more importantly, Pete's Pops. And the grand opening day, he will feature 24 Pops. I'm not going to read all of them for you because a lot of popsicles to talk about. Um, he breaks his pops up into creamy style pops and fruity style pops. Just a sampling of some of the pops that are available on the creamy includes sweet corn blackberry, blueberry pie, fruity pop. No, excuse me about fruity pops. Uh, <laughs> where's the one? Pear goat cheese pop. Ooh, that I would like to try. Thai tea pop. And then they're, they're under the fruity pops because now it's time for Georgia peach season because my annual peach liquor is about to be made. I was going to ask you when I when I get my bottle of that. Yeah, I got to go buy some peaches. Uh, there's a Georgia peach pops, uh, sweet potato peach, honeydew lime, cantaloupe lemongrass, blueberry basil lemonade, pineapple tea, and one of my favorites, salted watermelon. So all these pops will be available grand opening on Valit Street. Okay, the very first pop that I ever had and. I loved it was avocado. Yeah, I don't like that one. You don't? Because I don't like avocado. Oh, I love avocado. What I loved about that one, though, is it was creamy, and it had a a delicate sweetness to Mm. it, but it wasn't overwhelmingly sweet. Mm. So it was just like the right texture. I would almost put that in the the creamy category because it does have that creamy. Kind of creamy? Yeah, that creamy texture. I wonder if there's a coconut lime, too. If it's coconut milk, it could be really, I love oh, maybe coconut, coconut water. Oh, well, that could be good too. I, I, I talked to Pete of uh, Pete's Pop about doing cool collaborations with other businesses. Yeah, with like, the Tiki Bar, right? Tiki Bar. Then also I was talking to him like, you know what? Juice Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Take their juices and make pops out of Juice Kitchen. And, like, and then these collaborations could be benefiting like local nonprofits that help the community. You know what? And, and pretty soon in a few months, Juice Kitchen is going to open in the Sherman Phoenix. Yeah. So there's going to be that kind of parallel. Mm. That would be a great collaboration. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to see Juice Kitchen Pops or Tiki mm-hmm. Pops. Yeah. So he has a lot of opportunity to do some really cool local collaborations with that. The way he creates flavors. And I've seen a lot of these uh, unique Pops places around the country. There's King of Pops in Atlanta that's very has grown immensely. They do a lot of entry Pops. They do a lot of alcohol Pops as well. But I have, I've never seen such innovative flavors like Pete's. I mean, he does a really good job creating some cool flavors. I want to talk to him, like, where did the sweet corn blackberry come from? You know, where's, like, hey, I got some sweet corn and some blackberry. No, but I love that idea because sweet corn can be creamy. I mean, when you cook, it can be creamier than you would ever expect it to be. So, so I, I feel like that could work. I haven't tried that one, yeah. but now I really want to. You know, sweet potato peach. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Are you like just sitting there and rolling the dice, picking the fruits out of the bag? I think he bag? does a ton of, of um, sampling, yeah. a ton of like testing. testing and he's also hiring, over again, right? he's hiring young people at a, at a neighborhood too. He's like, I was talking to him. He's really happy with the people who's going to be working mm-hmm. on the grand opening. And it's like, you think it's a great addition to that neighborhood. And some of those kids um, and kids, meaning some are teenagers, mm-hmm. are going to be DJing as well. Yeah. Because during... The day on Saturday, he's a whole range of things that are mm-hmm. going to be happening, like 
the DJs, so yeah. so live music as mm -hmm. well. I think he's going to have give up like hot dogs hot and dogs. Weiss. I cannot <laughs> speak today. Water, not what is Weiss? What is that? Water Half a Weiss? I don't. Half a Weiss? Uh, yeah, whatever. So, um, and he's going to be in the first twenty four people, I guess, that arrive. First twenty four customers get a free T shirt. Oh, that's cool. The other thing is not like there's I know a how release you love street. Swag, Tariq. You love swag. I got nothing but swag. <laughs> I don't know if it's a pop or if it's like your drink, but I'm assuming it's a pop. But there's a Valite Street special that day, horchata. Oh. So I'm assuming based off when he sent it to me that this is actually a pop. I You could easily do a horchata pop. Wouldn't so, that be great? That's kind of cool. I love so, horchata. So congratulations to Pete. Um, but that concludes this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites produced by Tyrone Miller. But right now, Tyrone's out. It's produced by Kenny, DJ Kenny Perez. Thank you, Kenny. And handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort pop cold. Ooh, Malort pop. I was going to say keep the Guinness cold, but then that's wrong. You shouldn't keep the Guinness cold because no. Guinness is meant to drink lukewarm because of Irish Fest. I'm sure you've mentioned the Lord to Pete. I'm sure you have. I know you have, right? Just for you. Just for you.